This is the Transmission Times. When the sun is out and shining, I can pretend it's just a normal summer's day and I can get to the beach with my kids and I can close my eyes and listen to the ocean. It feels like everything is okay. But days like today where it's cloudy and gray and there's really nowhere to go and nothing to do, it really doesn't feel like it's ever going to be okay again. I just finished a road trip across the country. I needed to move my belongings. And so for three weeks, I was just in this heightened sense of kind of fight or flight COVID awareness. My boyfriend and I were staying in motels. We'd walk into them, we'd open the windows, we'd bleach spray, bleach wipe, basically clean everything again, which is this like 15 minute routine. And then we'd kind of collapse on the bed we didn't use a public restroom the whole time, which felt like this impressive feat. We would like sometimes be driving along the freeway and pull off at a fancy suburban hotel and you could just walk right in. There's nobody at the front desk anymore. They just leave a plastic box for keys as part of the COVID protection. So we'd like run to the bathroom as if we were getting away with some bank heist. Really, there's just nobody there. Nobody cares. But the hotel bathrooms were empty and smelled like cleaning products all the time. They felt safer than rest stops or gas stations or restaurants. A lot of just stopping by the side of the road too. And I feel like there was something really nice about traveling that way. Like you pull over in a town and go find a quarry or like that pile of abandoned trucks or sometimes it would be like in this little forest behind a museum that's closed because of COVID. Like, I don't know, you kind of end up seeing new things when you're not just doing the same gas station run in and out. On Midsummer's Eve, I was watching a documentary on Stonehenge, and the anthropologist discovered that the huge gatherings to Stonehenge at Midsummer's Eve for the summer solstice only lasted for a few decades. And that's something that I found sort of spooky this year as the seasons changed. We have such a long winter in Maine. It lasts five months, and we're so happy to be able to go outside and enjoy warm weather that people just spend a lot of time gathering. And this year I was out boating on Memorial Day weekend, which is one of the biggest days of the entire summer season for tourism. And a popular park had been taken over by seagulls. And there were few boats in the marinas and when we went by the outdoor park where musical theater and outdoor concerts are held every summer, there was no backdrop for the musical and there were only a few people strolling around. So it was very surreal to find that though summers here, our longest days are here, nature's out there to be observed, 
but all the gatherings of the people are gone. And it made me think about Stonehenge and how all that infrastructure was put into place at great effort and expense to raise the monolith. But it was only used for a very brief period of time. My sister called my dad the other day. She lives in Massachusetts and said, we would like to meet you someplace in the next town over from where my dad lives, which is where I live, and get some takeout lunch and go to a park. So my dad said to me, you want to come? And I said, absolutely. So that's what we did. I met them in the park. They went to the chicken barbecue place, which was delectable. And we had a picnic with social distancing in the park. And it wasn't too hot. We were able to find a place to sit in the shade, but there were no picnic tables out. And there's a playground right in the middle of this park and it was empty. I didn't hear the screams of joy and laughter of kids. And I didn't hear a lot of people talking. I think the main difference for the summer here for us is gonna be fewer holidays. We like to spend our holidays doing outdoor activities. So we would go cycle touring or walking and those activities in Europe certainly in central or northern Europe where we often like to go are are best done in the summertime so we tend to concentrate a lot of our trips into the summer period and obviously this year that's not going to happen my big music gig of the year is to play with an opera festival in Florida. Uh, we all know what's going on in Florida right now. <laughs> so that season begins the end of January. I doubt it's going to happen, but we haven't heard yet. So winter's going to be very different for me. I've been doing that gig 21 years. So to stay in Chicago during winter will be interesting. <laughs> it's a good thing I like snow. After driving across the country, so much of what I feel right now is just this kind of sad rage. I feel like I want to print on my mask like I come from the future because we were in rural Montana and this guy on his motorcycle yelled at me as I was loading the car and he was like, you really still wearing a mask? And I could tell he was being friendly, just kind of jokingly giving me a hard time. And I stopped and I told him why I was. I said my sisters had COVID in New York and many people I know, people my age in their 20s and 30s, I know them, they're really sick. Some people are on ventilators, you know? I don't want this. I don't want to bring it to anyone I love. And he really listened and we talked and he 
you know, pulls up his bandana. He's not wearing a mask, but has a bandana on his head and tells me that he works in the ER there in this tiny town in eastern Montana. And he's pretty sure it's overhyped, but he's listening. And so I just talked to him and then he's like, well, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. I'm going to go think about this, talk to the doctors. He revs up and leaves on the motorcycle. And it feels like the oldest kind of story, right? An outsider comes in from the town. I was a risk to this guy, right? Like, I didn't want to be traveling. I was wearing a mask to protect him. And also because it felt like, you know, I was from a version of the future that my sister talks about in New York where there's sirens all night. Like, how do I project that into this quiet little mosquito-ridden sunset town? I'm in this weird, cynical mindset right now, because for all of the messages that we're getting about people losing their jobs, businesses struggling, I'm seeing some things that don't gel with that. Back when this all happened in March, I was talking to a friend of mine who has recently gotten very interested in studying ethical investing, and he gave me some suggestions for ethical investments that he recommended making. Now, this is at the point where the stock market is very low, and I, who is a very skittish investor and generally keeps my savings in cash because I can't handle losing money like I did in the stock market crash around 2000, decided, okay, buy low, sell high, right? So I bought about $1,500 worth of investments based on his recommendations. But when I went back the next week to buy some more, all of the investments were already going up. They never went down. They kept climbing. And it kind of made me realize, even though I've known this intellectually for years, that government is run by wealthy people and all of the decisions that they make are designed to make sure that no matter what happens, people who have money and carry on making money. My son was laid off from his job when everything first shut down. And he's learning disabled, so he struggles with reading and things. And I helped him sign up for unemployment. And I thought he was going to get 240-something a week. And that just seemed so low and I really worried about him. Well, come to find out he was getting more than double what he normally makes. I was shocked and he struggles with addiction problems and it was actually kind of a bad thing for him to have that much money. And he ended up drinking a lot and he has gout and He's in really bad shape now because he damaged himself so badly with all that extra money. So I found out today that our governor is shutting us down again, shutting down bars, gyms, and movie theaters. My son works at a movie theater, and they shut it down tonight. 
I saw this house in my neighborhood and I was warned by my real estate agent that the market's really hot right now. There's bidding wars for homes in my city. And so I bid about $5,000 over the asking price of this house and I lost it. And I was told I wasn't even close to what it sold for. I was third in line of four offers. It bothers me that in a market where so many people are losing their jobs and struggling, that's not bringing housing prices down. That's not making housing any more accessible to people with less money. It really feels like you're driving through lots of different countries and also lots of different times. There's not one way that COVID feels like right now. Some towns, you don't even see a sign. It's like the mask hasn't even been invented there. There's like nothing. And some places have got stuff in every window about distancing. And some places word it as we encourage you to wear your mask. And it's just really interesting. You would think this wasn't about science. I guess it's not really. like to say a huge thank you to Erica, Diane, Sandy, Karen, Jean, Gemma, and Alicia, whose voices are coming to you from Maine, New York State, Illinois, Arizona, Oregon, and the UK. For the last 14 weeks, the Transmission Times Project has been collecting audio diaries from people around the world. But there are many stories that we haven't heard, and we would love to include them. If you have a story you would like to share with the Transmission Times Project, we would love to hear from you. All stories will be kept for the Transmission Times archive, and as many as possible will be included on the podcast. There are two ways to get your story to us. One is record on your smartphone and email it to us at transmissiontimes at gmail.com. The other is for you to call our phone number, 847-354-4163 and leave your story for us as a voicemail. More details, plus that email and the phone number, can be found at our website, transmissiontimes.org slash join. Thank you so much. I'm Katie Semro. This is the Transmission Times. Caught in between which ways